It's Thursday, November 5, 2020. The oil industry pollutes. It has to be replaced by renewable energy over time. The future of U.S. climate policy following the 2020 presidential election. We could see a landfall in South Florida. It could curve up and make a strike in the Florida panhandle. Heads up, Florida. Destructive Hurricane Eta may be headed your way. Plus... The climate crisis calls us to action. And yet... On November 4th, the United States officially withdrew from the Paris Agreement. As Trump officially exits the Paris Climate Accord, U.S. states say they are still in. I bet Joe Biden is in, too. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Our opponents do not believe in science. I remember that guy. Is he still around? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I think we made it through to the other side. I think we know which way this presidential election is now going. So what does that mean? (laughs) I have no idea. Great. But we'll talk about that in a moment. First, a humanitarian disaster is unfolding in Central America. In the wake of powerful, record-breaking Hurricane Eta and its torrential rains, floods, and mudslides that have pummeled some of the poorest regions in Nicaragua and Honduras. But now, Tropical Storm Eta ain't done yet. While its long-term track is very uncertain, the storm is forecast to regain strength and could potentially target South Florida, including a possible strike on extremely vulnerable, low-lying Tampa Bay. No, even Florida doesn't deserve that. Yep, this is 2020, so hey, Florida, keep an eye on this one. Yes, please. As we go to air, the 2020 presidential election is still officially undecided, as ballots are still being counted, but it appears that former Vice President Joe Biden is on track to ultimately win the presidency. If that happens, it is potentially good news for a revival of U.S. climate and pollution policies. The Trump administration officially left the International Paris Climate Agreement on Wednesday, the only nation to do so, and Biden has pledged to rejoin it immediately. But they may extract some concessions in order to allow the U.S. back in. Oh, I hope they do. Progressive climate hawk candidates in down-ballot races did pretty well in a number of states, and in the U.S. Senate, two Democrats, former astronaut Mark Kelly in Arizona and John Hickenlooper in Colorado, defeated incumbent Republicans. But at this time, Republicans appear likely to retain control of the U.S. Senate severely limiting any impact that a potential Biden administration could have on emissions, pollution, and clean energy. That said, when Trump was in office, he was able to do a whole bunch without uh, Congress helping him out to destroy the environment. So, in theory, Biden can reverse those actions to improve things almost immediately. Well, a Republican-controlled Senate would have an effective veto over any climate legislation and pretty much prevents any chance of using the Congressional Review Act to overturn Trump's most recent environmental rollbacks. Mm. The next chance to flip the Senate and achieve meaningful climate legislation won't be for another two years in the 2022 midterms. Well, 
I guess we'll take what we can get at this point. But policy experts say a potential Biden administration could do a lot on climate and energy without control of the Senate through executive orders, new regulations and standards, federal agency budgets and programs, new funding for research and development, and through foreign policy. Well, that's exactly what I was just trying to say. Oh, I misunderstood. Pay attention, Doyen. However, many of those actions are likely to be challenged in the courts that Trump and Senate Republicans have packed with right-wing judges. Oh, yeah, there's that. But climate scientists say that delay on enacting strong U.S. climate policies is not game over for solving climate change. It just makes an already difficult task much, much harder. The scientific reality hasn't budged. Scientists with the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change still warn that we must cut global emissions in half by 2030 to have the best chance at avoiding irreversible, truly catastrophic climate outcomes. Every year of delay means we will have to increase the rate of emissions cuts to meet the 2030 target. CBS meteorologist Jeff Berardelli explains. That's a drop of more than 7% year after year. But if the world delays bold action for another four years, we need to double our ambition, reducing emissions by 15% per year, a virtually impossible feat. For this country... I would say so. Finally, Washington State Governor Jay Inslee, whose ambitious climate policies set the gold standard during the Democratic primary and who won his re-election bid on Tuesday, released a video reassuring the international community that American states and cities are still working toward climate goals and will not quit, regardless of who is president. We can and will do better. There is so much of the U.S. that is still in this fight with you. And soon you'll have our full commitment again in this great nation. For much more on these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Don't give up on us, I know. We can still come through.